0: Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen.
1: Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you doing? Good.
2: Good. Uh, we're still uh, trying to figure out how to deal with COVID-19. Lots of changes. Uh, we're not doing quite as well with this new immunization as we'd hope. On the other side, it doesn't look like the new immunization is, is going to be quite as, as strong protection for some of these new variants as, as we have been led to believe it might be. Regardless, we, we do have a relatively new treatment, this Paxlovid. Um, some people call it Paxlovid, and some people call it Paxlovid. But it's been with us since around 2021. It's used in the acute management of adult patients with uh, COVID-19, primarily in the outpatient setting. Outpatient management uh, can include, uh, you know, prescribing this and talking to patients over telemedicine. It is appropriate for a subclass of patients, specifically symptomatic adults who have mild to moderate COVID-19, meaning that they don't have severe hypoxia uh, and are at increased risk for progression from moderate disease uh, to more severe disease. Some of that risk is associated with older age. Some of it is associated with compromised immune status. Some of it has to do with vaccine history, we'll talk about that in a minute, and certainly comorbidities uh, increase risk as well. It has been more aggressively recommended for adults over the age of 50 who are not vaccinated, regardless of risk factors. In particular, we recommend this uh, COVID-19 specific therapy for people that are completely unvaccinated and have no history of prior infection. But the question is, is there evidence for this? You're going to talk us through a poem. It was published in the New England Journal of Medicine recently in 2022. It starts on page 790. It attempts to answer the clinical question, does Paxlovid improve outcomes in a largely vaccinated population of patients with COVID-19?
1: Mark, for this group of
2: people that are vaccinated, is this a game changer?
1: Well, it's this is interesting because the original study... Uh, of Paxlovid was in outpatients who were primarily high risk and unvaccinated. And this study now comes from Israel, large health system, and they identified adults 40 and older who were eligible to get the drug during the Omicron surge based on age or risk factors. They compared patients who did and didn't get Paxlovid, and they adjusted for things that they could adjust for, like comorbidities, demographics, uh, ethnicity, and socioeconomic status. About 80% of the patients had previous immunity by vaccination, Um, and about 80% were considered fully vaccinated. The data were stratified by age, so they looked at 65 and older, and in that group, they found a large reduction in hospitalization, about one quarter as many hospitalizations if they got Paxlovid instead of not getting Paxlovid after they adjusted for what they could. Uh, They didn't see a difference, though, in adults 40 to 64 years. Previous research has shown a higher risk for patients over 50, but they didn't really break out that over 50 or over 55 or 60 group. There was a second study, and there have been a number of studies that have even come out since then. This one was from Hong Kong, and they did a similar observational kind of study where they tried to adjust for differences between patients who did and didn't get Paxlovid. And they did find a benefit, and they found it in all age groups, but... Only about one-fifth of the patients in that study were less than 65 years, and only about a third were defined as fully vaccinated. So bottom line, uh, we still think, especially for older patients, Paxlovid does significantly reduce the risk of hospitalization and mortality. Um, we need more data on whether it is uh, helpful in younger patients. Uh, so far, the safety is good. The concerns about Paxlovid rebound we've discussed and appear to be uh, something that occurs even in patients who don't get Paxlovid, that they get some rebound symptoms. So uh, we need more study, but for now, I'm going to keep recommending it for older high-risk patients.
2: Though well, the published data suggests very low rates of this rebound, a uh, 3 to 5%. I don't know if my patients are unique in any way, but I'm certainly seeing far higher rates of rebound, both uh, people that test negative and then you know 5 or, or so days later test mm-hmm. positive again but also not just test positive but have have rebound symptoms.
1: Uh, yeah, when they've looked though at studies <clears throat> like some of these original randomized trials when they looked at the placebo group and they tracked them for a month, they found that about, you know, half of them, 40-50%, had what you might define as a rebound where they had a couple of days of no symptoms and then they had some recurrent symptoms. Mm. They were mostly mild, they mostly went away within a few days to a week. But if they had taken Paxlovid, you'd call it Paxilovid rebound. But in reality, it may be more of a feature of the disease rather than anything to do with the drug.
2: As always, Mark, very insightful. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Uh, we'll talk again next week. All
1: right. Sounds good.
0: Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem.